morning when I wake up. Uh, money on my mind, go time to get kicked up. Uh, sunshine coming through my blinds, I'm living, but really though, it's never enough. Ten billion, that's a must. Living in California, everybody wanna visit for. Hi, and welcome to my so-called LA Life, a podcast dedicated to the documentations and reality of living in Los Angeles and all its glorious bullshit. Also, your guide on surviving the mean streets of LA. My name is Natalia, and this is my lovely co-host slash producer, Eric Sanchez, here and a proud, proud American. You're a proud Trump voter, and we all know this. So we're going to be that podcast that everybody's putting out right now. We're going to be the basic bitch podcast, but we have to talk about the election. But only for a minute. Yeah, as in probably an hour. (laughs) But we definitely have to talk about this election because it's something that obviously affected everybody or most people, at least, I would like to say. Um, Or at least they think that it affected them. Exactly. Well, we'll get into that right now. Um, I just want to start by saying that right here in Los Angeles, especially in downtown Los Angeles, it looks like it looks like a Michael Bay movie wrapped up into Mad Max, wrapped up into the Hunger Games and just any apocalyptic movie even like water world it's, <laughs> it's crazy except it's california and we're in a drought so it's like sand world pretty much yeah, that's yeah. a good one i like that one um it, it's insane the police officers are 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 coming in 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 the thousands they we have like 30 cop cars like militia like we're in a third world country in venezuela and and the army's out there out to get us there's helicopters everywhere there's protesters everywhere so Just, this is this is um, the new version of of the Occupy thing, right? It's kind of, is it? I feel like it's the same people. I'm a little bit um, out of the loop. I haven't been going downtown because no, you know, as, you, as you hate know, downtown. We downtown. all know that you hate I downtown. I don't go down there. I drove by on the freeway. Yeah, and um, I saw something. Yeah, but then I stopped looking. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I can't I can't deal with downtown, so whatever's actually going on. Because the Occupy Wall Street, um, I was there. I wasn't actually protesting because that's a little ridiculous at this age. But um, I saw that, and it was just like a bunch of hippies with no jobs yeah. in their tents, like having a camp out at City Hall. So immediately I was like, okay, I'm not with any protest. That's not the Rodney King protest. You know what I mean? Look at you, you Republican bunch of hippie liberals over here. But actually, let me say something about that. I actually got stuck in the middle of like a thousand people protest in downtown on my way to work. Now, usually I'm kind of I'm kind of cool and, and pro all this people expressing and exercising their freedom of speech. But when I have when you fuck with my job and making me an hour late for work, I I'm a little bit upset, okay? I, you know, that's yeah, you're not... no longer for her. You're like for yourself. Yeah, at that point, I'm like looking out for myself and my best interests. And well, that's the thing with all this stuff, right? It's a perceived reality, right? So you're perceived. You're like, fuck! I can't believe we got this president involved. Da da da. We gotta do something. We got da da. And then you have to go to work. Exactly. And there's the reality, right? And then on your way to work, there's all these people who aren't necessarily maybe they're not working that day. They took the day off. They don't have a job. Probably. They're in high school whatever or they were actually shipped in and paid by another party that's you know that's kind of an theory out there that they're actually shipping in these people oh they're shipping in people so they can protest that's a theory that's a conspiracy theory though yeah but you know me and conspiracy theories right i believe in any conspiracy theory and i think that real theories are the conspiracy theory right so i went on one of these sites and it was like look at all these buses and there were buses so they are 
that's just any movement though. You know, they're gonna meet somewhere and yeah. they're gonna take the buses. But who's paying for a bus to get a bunch of Probably the Hillary Clinton campaign. Definitely. Like they're they're probably... fucking desperate. Like let it go. Absolutely. She has it's... turned into Ryan Lochte. <laughs> she's like now trying anything. She's like, they robbed me. Like Yeah, I know. It's crazy. But before we get started, I wanna say this to Eric Sanchez, my co host. You're are a very ungrateful child because you did vote for Trump and you forgot that you're Mexican and your mom is Mexican. And I'm black. And, and you're black. But not only that, but your mom's full-blown Mexican and you have sent your mom packing over the border back to Mexico. Well, you know... What's wrong with you? Her time here was very, very valuable. <laughs> and I appreciate... No, no, no. Okay, let's get let's get to the realness Okay, let's, let's get to the realness. Let's so, get to the realness of, uh, of everything that's going on. Okay, so Trump won. All right, it, it, it's no secret. A lot of people were blindsided by this, right. but then there were a lot of people, like, I wasn't totally blindsided. I, I'm more of a realist, and if anybody's listened to these podcasts, you know that I'm, I, I shoot straight facts. And I wasn't really too shocked by his winning just because I want to say it might it might have been a backlash for the eight years that we had with uh, Obama. Right. And it was definitely a middle class, a white elitist backlash. People were up yeah, in arms. Yeah, but the middle class isn't white elitist. White elitist no, is but Hillary's saying, people. No, I'm is, saying... Is, is the corporate America. I'm saying both. It was, it was a little bit of both. I it, think there are people who are completely disenfranchised at this point, right? Who who because of, of the Bush fucking fiasco, right? His deal. He cost a lot of people a lot yes. of money. And he cost a lot of small towns a lot of jobs, right? But that was actually in the making. So... Because of that, Obama came. Then you had a lot of people. Ohio. I was in Ohio when this was happening. And there were people who were Republicans. Switched fucking sides on Obama. That's how he got in. He went and took Iowa. He yeah. took Ohio. He did that. Well, and that was a backlash to Bush. Now, this is just what it, happened. Yeah, this it's just like, it's it's always a backlash to the like, previous president. Like, why are president. people shocked? Well, the thing is, it's just like, okay, let's, let's talk about a little bit, like, history in America and okay. presidents. America doesn't from a Puerto have, Rican, by the way. From a Puerto Rican. <laughs> a Puerto Rican's revision of history. Exactly. From TV. Exactly. <laughs> but um, America hasn't had the best trajectory in good presidents when we really think about it. And this is right. starting since we first, I think we've had good, pre George Washington, first president, Abraham Lincoln, okay, abolished slavery. But then we've had... Yeah, but did he? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I wasn't exactly. there. But, not, <laughs> no, but, but let's talk about modern presidents. Right. Um, we had Nixon. Nixon in office. He, not only did he start the Vietnam War, which we was a war that America did not have to fight. We weren't. We weren't well, even supposed to be all there. All these wars are kind of wars exactly. We have to fight. And he sucked. And he the Watergate scandal and all blah blah blah. And then we had somebody like Jimmy Carter who sucked as a president as well. And then we had uh, George W. Bush horrible president not only did 9-11 one of the worst catastrophe if not the word worst catastrophe that, that has happened in the united states of america not only that but he started he started the war in afghanistan he started the war in iraq and it was a war on terrorism which it wasn't because we later found out that it was all because of oil and it was all right. and it was all because of his family's it's always a war on money it's yeah like, on money and power money. and power we want more power over we want more oil. locations and not only that but I mean, they're his, like starbucks at this point they his, just go around fucking killing people and building their stupid little stores exactly but i mean so 
Before people get all up in arms about what's going on, we've had really bad presidents, people out there. We've really had. And America has still survived and thrived. Why? Because we're a country built on two things. One is capitalism. And the second is cultural diversity. And that's what makes us the greatest country in the world. And if it wasn't about that, then it'd be a whole bunch of Native Americans running around on horses. Exactly. These fools came in here in the droves. All races, right? New York, they're anti-Irish. They're trying to kick these motherfuckers out. And yeah. then they realized they weren't going to go anywhere. And then they started, assim- you know what I mean? They started assimilating all across the American history. Yes. As people scared of change. When change happens, they accepting. realize. Then accepting. Then accepting of accept- change. Accepting. Because exactly. human nature, in my opinion, is not to hate. All right? So this is my perspective on everything that's kind of going on, right? Mm-hmm. Is the Trump thing was I immediately saw a wave of of the media, like 99% of the media, anti this guy. So I'm thinking, where's the source? Who is the source? Okay. Yes. The media is also, they're pushing child fucking, I mean, look, all the shows, kids being sexualized. They're for everything kind of bad. They push the Kardashians. This is the media that pushes just random fucking just, shit, just Cheetos and fucking whatever. Yeah. All this stuff that they do negatively on society and they're telling us what to do. So immediately I'm like, okay, look, I'm going to go the other way just to see what happens. I just want to see what happens. This is my own social experiment. And the shit that I've seen is crazy because if you think about family values, you care about the same shit the Republicans care about. The damn, It's yeah. about your family. All this other stuff is a bunch of hype and propaganda that got, has people so riled up about what? Well, the thing, okay, I, this is why the people are riled up. And and I'm not here to give my opinions. I'm here to state facts because everybody is entitled to their own vote and to their own opinions. But I feel the reason that people got riled up and I, and I understand that people have the same family values and they want the best for their country or their community. And I understand that very well. But I think it was the way he acquired the votes and the power, which was through racism and it was through knocking down the the, the little you know the the little ethnic communities and that's why people are so offended by it and right. i and that part i do get you can't you can't run a political campaign by knocking the same people that make this country great and people are just very put off by that and that's where they're saying this is not my president but now when you look at the news, not only the same thing that got him elected from all these dumbasses, pretty much, that said, yeah, this is going to happen and Obamacare is going to leave and no more Muslims and no more um, walls being built up everywhere. Now, Trump, now that he's in office, he realizes that he can't do that. He doesn't have the actual power to make all these decisions. Right, right. So now he's backtracking on a lot of these things, especially I here I have a three things that he's backtracked in the last three days. Number one would be repealing the Obamacare, which I'm actually very against for because I'm against Obamacare. Just, as, that's, as, am, as am I. And only by experience. It affected you know I mean? me greatly. It affected, I mean, it's still kind of, it's just not happening and it's never really worked. So I've been trying for a year and it's just like the same runaround. Yeah. So in my opinion, it does not work. In other people's opinion, it, I'm sure it works, I guess. But I've never met anyone who's like, Obamacare is okay, the greatest. Okay, so Obamacare works for the very low-income 
people. That's pretty much okay. what it works for. Not the middle class people. Now, every time that I have to file my taxes, I get penalized for not having Obamacare. But what they don't realize, I can't afford living in Los Angeles plus afford me medical uh, insurance. I really right. can't. So now, I'm, not only am I being penalized, shouldn't it be, if this is the land of the free, okay, shouldn't we be able to decide if we want to be covered or not? Shouldn't we be able to decide, oh, do I want to f pay full price if I go ahead and break my leg? That's up to me. I mean, it's something that should be... Either it's given away for free or you should be able to decide if you want it or not. And that's that's what this country's built on. Right. Now, that that little thing with Obamacare really kind of screwed me over. And, and it, I know it screwed a lot of families over that are middle class, that have... Four, and three, also businesses. businesses. It, it ruined a lot yeah, of businesses. Yeah, three, four children. Then now they have to be... Because they have to pay tax, crazy taxes on yeah. Obamacare. Or, or families that they're like, okay, now I have to... It's illegal for my children not to have medical insurance, but now I can't pay rent. I have nowhere to right. sleep. I have no food for my children. I can't pay gas. I can't pay my electricity bill because now I have to do this. Yeah, if yeah, not, yeah. I'm going to be penalized. So that's why I say it, it, it kind of ruined that middle class type of type of like people because it just really screwed us over. Obama was really good for the LGBTQ community. Right. And he was very good for the low, low income people, the homeless, the people that need uh, government assistance. Well, but yeah, the, and and that's and that's what and that's what they want. And, and that, that's but their, that's what they that's want. Their but whole that's agenda. a I'm, bunch of people who need them. Now, as a I'm person, against that though. As a person, exactly. The and, reason I'm against this is this: it's because I feel the government should help the people that help themselves. So it should help the people right. that are actually gainfully employed. But it should empower, yeah, empower it, every single citizen through education. Exactly. Through social services. Medical are, insurance, all that stuff. That's like, that's so basic. Trust me, everyone thinks like this. What has changed is now we're inundated with so many messages that the original message, which is exactly what you just said, and that's you just speaking from your heart. Yes. Is lost. Absolutely. Because you're like, Trump got a pussy. This, da, 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 da. But if you did your own research and didn't just regurgitate information. Exactly. You would know that some of these policies over the past 40 odd years have been set there to defeat the people and to ruin the middle class. So Absolutely. So I see this election as the middle class actually taking a step forward and saying yeah. look and i told a friend this like 10 15 years ago because i love politics but like on the low you know what i mean yeah. i'd rather just laugh but <laughs> but i love this shit i told him dude it's all gonna get fucked up when they start messing with the white people because look at the history of the of america they messed with every single person but once they started actually messing with white people which are the powerful look, people <laughs> look what's happening and, because and it doesn't those even matter if they're voters. educated or not it's just the color of your but skin makes you the, powerful and believe those are it or the not proud americans yeah and those are the proud americans now if you look at obama clinton all these people they're all about inclusion but they're not about inclusion so we could all be americans their inclusion like bring your people and do whatever you want it's fine you could do it here too but that's not really what a country should be about it should be about nationalism and where, empowering the people that are trying to work and make this make yeah. this country a better like, united be states great? of america they're all inputting work and and labor and education and everything right. and that's what it should be all about not making the richer richer or the poor poor we all know and that and if you look into it if you look into it what is the american dream about starting from nothing 
and getting something. It's alchemy. Right? I call it alchemy. Like yeah, I, it's turning it's turning coal into gold. Yeah, right? it's, yes, it's yes. turning thin air into gold, and that's really that's why I moved to America, and that's why many many people moved to America. I still believe in the American dream. My right. dad was a baby boomer. My dad is is actually Cuban, and uh, so look at all of and he and he believes, and he came from Cuba to Puerto Rico, which was part of the U.S. and Miami, and he created his own American dream because it still exists. And and, and people, and that's also the, the foundation of living in the USA, that it's, it's it gives you the power to turn an idea or pretty much nothing and become a millionaire off of it because it's it's based on this extreme capitalism so that, we, that we live in. So wouldn't a person who's looking objectively on what's happening, wouldn't you see someone who's been in office for their whole life and been completely groomed just for office, and then you see another person who's the son of a businessman, okay, so he's successful. The rate, there's like 90% of kids who have successful parents aren't successful. So you have a person who then became successful. Yeah, the bad business and the fucking, that happens to, I have a business, I have a business, I wish I could go bankrupt, but I just started. Yeah. You know what I mean? In 20 years, I'll go bankrupt too. and screw <laughs> someone over. It happens. It's business, right? So why not be inspired? You know, I think it's time for people to stop fucking whining. This is just my opinion. Okay. Stop whining. Start finding the positives in everything. First, in yourself, but in everything. And stop looking for someone else to save you out of your situation. That's at true. at the, the day, regardless of who's the fucking president, it's up to you. That's definitely true. Um, the other thing that Trump has uh, is starting to backtrack from his uh, campaign promises is uh, the prosecution of Hillary Clinton. Of course, he was, that's a homegirl. But not... Th- not the homegirl, but then he realized that once he's president, he really does not have the authority to prosecute Hillary Clinton for having a private server for her emails. He has I no mean, authority. And I'm going to talk about the presidential authority and how the the, the uh, government branches work. So everybody can just calm down a little, but that's going to be in just a minute. Um, the third thing that uh, Trump is actually backtracking now is the ban of Muslims. And duh. Again, he right. has no authority to make these things happen. And the reason why is this. Um, I'm going to be a little teacher right now, and I'm going to give everybody a little social studies class. And if anybody... Remember, guys, from a Puerto Rican. From a Puerto Rican. Um, I did go to private school. Oops. Lessons from a private school, <laughs> Puerto Rican. But it's... Uh, Next up on my so-called LA Live. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. If, I feel like people in this election like never went to seventh grade because if anybody would have gone to school they know that the political government system works this way and it's a system of checks and balances checks and balances yes let's ask a millennial if they know they probably means. don't know what that is but this I is i love that show <laughs> they're like parks and recreation oh checks and oh, balances no, no, no. that's the other show. yeah exactly um but the system of checks and balances works for this reason it's it's in, in the United States Constitution. It's meant because it's split into three different branches. So one branch does not have more power than the other. So they check each other out. It's like they're checking you. So it's split into three. You have the executive mm-hmm. branch, which is the president and vice president. Okay. And they have the power to pass bills and laws. Then you have the legislative branch, which is Congress. Congress is the most important part of this. And I will tell you why in a minute. And then last, we have the judicial branch, which is the one that has the power to interpret the law. 
So the reason I say Congress is the most important part of this is because of this. Congress has the has the power to veto or override any law that the president or any bill that the president or vice president wants to put into action. So what does that say to you people? We do not live in a dictatorship. We do not live in 1980s Ukraine. Right, right. You know, we do not live in Venezuela. We do not live in in these political systems that are based on socialism or communism or totalitarianism. 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 I can't even say. Yeah. We do not live in that type of society and government. We live in a government with fully democratic, completely democratic. And that's why they build these systems. So we check each other. If you think about if we live in an actual democracy, right? What was the whole thing about this election? Hillary fraud. Her Mm -hmm. proving that she's not into fraud and all right at the end there it was all about like voter fraud and da 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 so if this is actually a democracy and your vote actually matters then wouldn't you be happy or at least like not happy but wouldn't you be like wow this is a fucking democracy because look who just fucking won not the guy that i voted exactly for. you know what so i mean like this anybody, was kind of the most pure election i've ever fucking so seen pretty much is saying that anybody can pretty much run for president and you can potentially win. Now they're everybody asshole or not. Yeah. So everybody's is that going, not American fucking dream? That is the American that is a the dick could American. win. That makes me feel like I'm only a little bit of a dick. Well, it only makes me scared because No remember, pun intended at all. Remember when Kanye said that he was gonna run for president in twenty twenty? Right. That's the only part that scares me about it. Fuck Trump being president. We okay. might have Kanye West be um, president of the United the States same, of America the same and people, Kim Kardashian be the first lady. The same people who were like, Kanye, yeah. We're also the same people who are like, Hillary, do we trust those fucking people? You know what I mean? It's the same people on Facebook going like, oh, this is so funny, Kanye 2020. And then all of a sudden Trump wins and they're like, oh, hell no. I would I would actually commit suicide if a, if a season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians was actually filmed in the White House because they're living oh, there now. God. I would... <laughs> I don't even want to know what they're going to all look like by then. You know what I mean? They're going to be like just walking like, I don't fucking mannequins. And they're going to be like, it's oh, absolutely God. no guys. We need to stop this somewhere. We cannot have Kanye 2020. It's like, it needs to stop somewhere. We can't be that retarded of a country, but with everything said, I was actually um, talking to my sister the other day, and she actually lives in Orange County, okay. which is a Republican city over there. Yeah, I went to I went to high school there, and I fought really hard in high school in that time against them as a Democrat and as a. But then you Democrat. grew up, and then as you realized a, as an Obama Democrat, I got into a lot of these arguments on the other side. So yeah. I am a person who thinks and has changed his opinion on things. But go on. Yeah, so I'm I'm talking to my sister and uh, she's like, how's everything going up in L.A. and like what's going on over there? And I'm like, well, you know, Orange County and L.A. are just completely it's 50 minutes apart. It's but the orange curtain is, is what just, it's called. There's two different worlds, it, two different worlds. And and I kind of find I found the silver lining within living in Los Angeles and having an having the election happen the way it happened and go the way it went and. And living here and seeing everything that's going on here. And the silver lining is that I think it's pretty cool that I get to live in a city where I get to see all this. And I get to see yeah, it's diverse. Pe- it's not, the diversity yeah. and how it affects people. And, and, and I the could, different views here and the are different, right on top of each other. Exactly. And how 
people are protesting okay it's super cool even though you made me late for work i hate you for that but i think it's but cool. that's your right but uh, yeah it's your right and i think it's, it's annoying cool as that fuck. I, yeah but i got to see that and i get to see police officers out there patrolling and, and helicopters patrolling and i get to see pro trump supporters and and it's just in your face and i think it's it's pretty damn cool that we live in such a melting pot of a city that when something like this happened it was complete everybody was affected in a good way or bad way and you might say like why would you wish that upon people but just think about everything that we're experiencing and everything that we're taking in as humans and all the hurt and the well, so pain or the happiness. So you're being an open-minded person and finding a positive spin on all of this, which is not what's kind of happening right now. There's there's a visceral reaction. Yes. You know? Pe- people, I think, are, are just... You're going to have like to get over it. People are angry. So yeah. People are angry. But I think what this really provides is an excuse, Right. Because people have been angry for a long time. Like I said, the whole middle class has been angry well, because been they don't angry have their job. Well, people have been angry since Obama. They've and been people angry for the last eight years. And people were angry at Bush and, 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 and his dad. Exactly. And, and Carter and all these other fools and Reagan. So this now is like the biggest excuse. And with social media, it's one message. Yeah. Huge right there. And it's like hate. I think it's the biggest excuse for people to express their political views without researching it. Right. People, well, I mean, that's... Yeah, That's people everyone. to like to sound like they know what they're talking about. Right. And all right, you're entitled to that. But for me, I'm finding the beauty and just seeing people just just seeing how it just affects everybody in a good way, bad way, fake way. I think it's just really cool that we get to live and really see it for ourselves. It's like sort of like the day JFK got shot or the day that Mark I'm okay got shot the day Trump won it's it's one of those kind of in history moments that yeah, I, or, and the day Obama won like I remember like I I remember I just moved to Miami and uh, it was my first time I could from being from Puerto Rico because in Puerto Rico, we only vote for our governor. Okay. We're not allowed to vote for president. Okay. But once we move outside of the island, we are allowed to vote for president. So I was it was my first election to vote for president. And I was like, change and a black president. And I'm, I'm exactly. a minority hope, hope. and hope and hope. everything, all that stuff. And I thought it was really cool. And it's just it's just one of those landmark things in history that is it's just it's just very cool to be part of. I mean, I voted for Obama. Let me tell you the truth, because he played basketball on like this one little clip I saw. And I was like, that's my nigga. You know what I mean? But yeah, then I started doing my research. Right. And but it was I remember, horrible. But I remember my mom. Horrible. I remember my mom. She called me on the day that Obama got elected and she was crying. And this is, you know, a woman who's been in L.A. for a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, Mexican woman with a black dude having a having a half kid in the Mexican community. These are some of the racist motherfuckers ever. OK. Yeah. If, if you know, if you know a Mexican household, it's about them. Definitely. It, you know, it's nationalism. Right. Mm-hmm. So she calls me crying and she's like, oh, I can't. I thought I'd never see the day. Da, da, da. And I'm telling you, I wasn't inspired. I was immediately like scared. Because what I heard from her was, I've been waiting for this regardless of who's there. So I started doing actual research on who this person is. If this is what he's making people do. Yeah. He's making my mom cry out of pride. Is he worthy? Is he and worthy? And once I yeah. started doing it, it was like a rabbit hole and I haven't gotten out of it. I'm still looking. I want to know everything about him and all yeah. his people. And you know what you find? It's a bunch of fucking scumbags. All of them. Well, it's, it's just like, 
I and would they're say, politicians. They're politicians. They're expect? crooked. Everybody knows they're the most crooked exact people. Power that corrupts. and the Vatican. Power the, corrupts. Yeah. Literally, like, absolutely. The Religion and politicians are the most crooked people like, in the what world. What the fuck are we expecting? And I don't. I I feel like people forget that right before the elections, and everybody's like, "No, it's changed." No, it's all. It's like who can manage your money and the country better at the end of the day, but. Who, what crooked person can manage this better? Do you like, want your money or do you want your congliere? welfare? Which one do you want? It's like what conglieri? Right. For, for the people that don't know what conglieri is, it's like the head honcho right. in the mafia can run this mafia and this and yeah. this better. Which boss do you want? Exactly. Which which? You no, know, do you want the guy who's gonna grab your pussy, or do you want the guy you know who's gonna abort your baby if you're black? Like you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like which one do you want? It's, it's just you know. I'm I'm happy that we got to talk about this and we're getting it out of the way. I gave it a few days before we actually started to do this podcast because I feel like I needed people to calm down before we started saying stuff because I'm still trying to keep my listener, listeners and I'm trying to gain more listeners and I don't want them to be, oh my God, you guys are pro-Trump. I'm actually not pro-anybody. Right. I, 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 I came here with a very even-keeled mind and just trying to state facts and just to calm people down as to let them know how the political system actually works. And... And before people actually go and protest, I want to I want to let them know that before you protest, have something to protest about. Wait till he actually gets in office. Wait till I actually starts trying to pass some laws and bills and then go out to the streets and go fight them because then the Congress will listen to that and the Senate will listen to that. But right now, nothing's happened. I understand that people are sad and Hillary won the popular vote. But there is a silver lining to all of this, and it is yet to be seen, but it will be seen. And once it's seen, I think people are going to be a lot better about it. Yes, yes, he's the wrong one to fuck with, no matter what the day. He could catch you on his plane, or the one he on the day. Visit niggas in a dream, make a scream of bloody murder. He's a trainee gladiator, ain't no need to take it further. If you want to take it further, your huckleberry is here. Doctor up your holiday, Wyatt Earp, you're good like the tears. We gon' celebrate him, elevate him. Father had to levitate him, give him his and don't debate him. Top is the way to rate him. talk about more than the presidency and Trump being elected president. Let's talk about things that affect us more as Californians okay. and people that live in Los Angeles because this is called my so-called LA life. So everything kind of reverts back to living in this glorious bullshit city. Um, I feel like people lose track of what's important during the elections because everybody is so up in arms about the president that people forget how important it is to vote for your senators and your bills because those affect you more instantly and those affect you more closely. Right. The presidency is like an overhaul of the United States of America, but the bills and laws passed in your state, they affect you more. So the Senate, the new senator of California is Kamala Harris. Oh, she won. She actually won. Awesome. She's actually great. She's a Democratic Party. Not see, only that. See Democrats. There you go. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so we have Democrats. You know, it's not all Republicans. And not only that, but she's a beautiful woman. I believe that uh, Obama was caught uh, telling her that she's pretty hot. And I think he got flack for it. Really? Yeah. There, there was a story about that. Why though? Michelle's so beautiful. But no. I'm when... sorry. That was a joke. <laughs> 
No, but if you see, uh, if you have a chance to Google right now, uh, Kamala Harris, go ahead and do it. It's Cam- gonna, It's I'm like Kamala, but with a K. And she's actually a gorgeous black lady. And she's the first black uh, senator, black lady woman senator for the state of California. Hey. Um, congratulations to you, Kamala. Um, so let's talk about the propositions. Kamala. That's Kamala. Gonna, that's going to take a minute. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the propositions passed in the state of California that are very, very important to us that actually affect us. Um, there was Proposition 51, which was passed, and it was to build more schools. Yay. That's cool. Um, I'm looking at it right here. Here we go here. Proposition that was 51. Yeah. So $9 billion in bonds for education and schools. Um, you know it's the end of the world if we're putting money into schools. Wow. Why? Wow. Because that's the first thing they take away from. If you look at all these props, there's always a prop that takes away from the education system. From funding put, schools. Yeah, to yeah. put into like prisons. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? They're like, well, let's just keep them stupid because we're going to put them in the prison anyway. Come on, now they're in the hood. Well, th- I mean, that that is So that's true. good. That is that's, very, very good. I'm like into that. So yay, Proposition 51. It's all about education. And that's what we're talking about. Let, here too, let's, you know? let's educate people. Let's educate people so they can make an educated decision in next elections. Let's educate people so they know where they stand, so they know about history, so, so they know, they know about, about history, the right. system of checks and balances. So, you know, let's educate everybody here in California. Empower the youth. Definitely. Our next proposition is Proposition 55, which is tax the rich to fund the schools. So this is where the money is coming from. All the all these schools are being funded by taxing the uber, uber rich. And every anybody who's anybody knows that the state of California has super rich people starting all the way from the Bay Area with all the technology people all the way south to SoCal. Mm-hmm. And right. good, good, good for you that you're being taxed. I have a question for you. Yes. If you were uber rich, how would you feel? Just like try to think about it where you have millions of dollars and your taxes go up. How do you feel about it? Well, that? if I were uber rich, I would be smart because I will be educated because I went to an educated system of California and I would donate. That way you get tax ex- exempt from a lot of well, these things. Well, I mean, that's what they do anyway. Exactly. That's what they do. And there's all, there's all kind of tax you know, loopholes for actually everyone. For everyone. A lot of people don't know, but um, yeah. Okay, cool. So, I, I mean... I like that answer. I yeah. was going to go in on you. If you'd have said something else, I would have been that's, like, you that's don't act- know. That's actually the Jew in me. I'll be like, I'll just give it to charity. Exactly. <laughs> I'll just write it off. I'll give it to black kids. Exactly. Um, then we have Proposition 56, which is the tax of cigarettes and tobacco. So, I think wow. it went up $2. That's crazy. Which means for all you smokers out there, including me and you, Eric... I- I don't smoke. <laughs> I don't. Lies. You just finished a cigarette right now uh, as we speak. He's very Mad Men style. He's smoking cigarettes and like radio. This is like a 1950s radio show. We're inside smoking cigarettes and having scotch in the middle of the day. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Yeah. Eric's drunk and working. Hey. <laughs> um, which I think it's always good. You know, that, that limits the people from buying cigarettes and also the law that passed that you have to be over 21, 21 and oh, over. Really? Really? Yeah, this is... to buy cigarettes now, which I kind of wish that law passed when I was younger because growing up in Puerto Rico, I was buying cigarettes when I was 14. But I was mm. at the bar when I was 14 because in Puerto Rico, the law for drinking is as long as you can reach the bar and right. your, your eyes reach over the bar top, you're technically allowed to just drink. I've heard stories of my 13-year-old um, aunt 
at the time, like driving a car <laughs> to pick up my drunk grandmother in a bar. And she was like, I'm not ready to go. And then she was like, okay, I'll take a Shirley Temple. It's just sitting <laughs> in the side of the bar. <laughs> so it's a, God, I miss those days. <laughs> can't, can't we just live in those days? That's what I was wondering. I was like, why didn't I get to drive at 13? I know. Like for my drunk mother. It was like, oh, my mother wasn't a drunk. It, it, it was great back in the day when people were like openly just drunk all the time. I mean, I, we should live in those days now. It shouldn't be such a faux pas anymore. Well, I mean, with the with the next prop that oh. I'm sure you're coming up on, right? Okay, yeah. Allow earlier parole for some prison inmates. But now, before people get crazy about this, it's it's those nonviolent offenders. So all those people that were selling marijuana in the street corner, or you know, just did like just C class felonies. Now we can parole them earlier, which is better because we do not need to give all these prisons so much money. It's this it, goes back to um, the family and the breaking down the family and the education system. This all this all really goes back to this because these uh, these kids need a dad, and a lot of these guys in here were just trying to provide for their families absolutely the best way they have because unfortunately Obamacare ain't working out. You and the educational system wasn't the working out for them. The education didn't work out for them. Exactly. So now you have these um, these disenfranchised people who have to make money for themselves, right? So when I see something like um, the tax on cigarettes, I think the um, internal drug dealer slash, uh, you know, hustler is like, okay, so they went up by two. So now I guess I'm individually for like $2. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a way to like see all this and build out of it. But I think that the felonies and this kind of stuff is very important because a lot of people went to prison on felonies for weed and that's fucking so yeah for just really stupid things even if it's like hardcore drugs a lot of these people are addicts and and like you said they are trying to provide for their children they have no other means they have no jobs the educational system failed them exactly they couldn't they couldn't graduate why because they closed down schools why because the government wasn't implementing any money to the schools. So I think this is very good. And now it just gives them a chance to get out of that correctional facilities, which only breeds hardcore criminals. It, it only turns and it's only turned, small-time criminals into big-time criminals. Exactly. So you any, know, non-violent, and then the next one's a little more violent, and the next one's... You know. and, any, and anybody who's seen the show The Night Of can relate to this i haven't seen that show. you didn't see the show no. well it, it it plays on that system the correctional facility facility system how somebody can go in as an innocent person and oh, just yeah. turn into a complete drug addict and turn into a complete murderer why because they need to survive in there yeah. that's the only way of surviving exactly. in prison so it just it just gives them hope that now they can get out now they can maybe get their ged now they can maybe get a job you know, now now the children go figure. You yeah, know what I mean? a job, an actual job. I just hope, I just hope that um, we see a huge swing um, in stuff like this. Yeah, that are really important. You know, that, that are helps, like that social community. These are real social issues. Yeah, like, the community needs their men. They do. They you know need, what I mean? We need, we need our, our, our work labor, our forced labor. We we do need them, and we do for, need our dads. They for, need their we dads. We need our dads. Yeah. Period. That's why these kids are completely out here running around saying Trump this and Hillary that and stuff because they have no idea what's actually happening. Absolutely. Because they don't have. They need role models. They don't have role and, models. And, and you know what? If their role models can be their actual fathers, that would be the best thing that could happen. I don't know what that is, but um, it sounds great. <laughs> um. Uh, Proposition 58, allow schools to provide multilingual instruction. I don't know how I feel about this. 
And I will tell you why. Okay. It is always good to cater to those that are cultural diversity, but this is America and everybody should learn how to speak English. And this is coming from a Latina woman that Spanish is my first language. So when are you going to learn to speak English? (laughs) (laughs) I barely know how to speak English. This is just, I don't know. So I'm going to go into this because I don't, I don't know anything about this. So I have a little something up. So a yes vote supported repealing most of the 1998 Proposition 227, the English in Public Schools Initiative. Okay. So what I've learned from uh, my girl who doesn't speak Spanish, but looks pretty Mexican and Latin. And and, is, and she is essentially a Latin, of Latin descent and Latin She's blood. a Latin descent. Yes. So I see her family and they all have like huge Mexican mustaches and shit, you know, even the women. Just kidding. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously not just kidding. kidding. I'm, I'm a Latina I'm, woman and I can probably grow a beard faster than you can. They probably laser. Okay, they probably laser. <laughs> but um, I heard a story from her grandmother and I was asking her why none of them speak Spanish, but when they say Spanish words, they have an accent. And when they came in the 50s and 60s, they were told that they cannot speak to their kids at home yeah. in Spanish. At home. That that was because... It, Much it, less the school. Yeah, that was because they were trying to transition and become U.S. citizens. And they were trying to work here. And it was... It was, yes, it was, it was with the farm workers. Of yeah, course, and yes. not only that's that, indoctrination. Yeah, but that that was because it was they were sort of ashamed. And and I know I actually worked for this uh, guy they back were in told Miami. To be ashamed. Yeah, I worked for this guy back in Miami who was Mexican from Texas, and he is first generation. His parents are no no no. He's second generation. His parents grew up in Texas. He grew up in Texas, but his grandparents are from Mexico. And he told me when I was growing up. My grandparents refused to speak Spanish in the house and because it was shameful. It was shameful yeah. to show your Latin culture or heritage. Why? Because back in the day, the Latinos were the small population. And we you were, could be lynched. Probably. Like, or, like and, sent, and sent back. You and, could be sent back, you know. I mean, And it, 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 part of it was being ashamed and society, not because they, society letting you know that you should be ashamed and part of it was because they were scared they didn't know if in any given moment they were going to be sent back to where they come from and, and they the, came and they came here for what that american dream and then at the time though if you think about it it, it was a very white america in you know in that yeah in the 50s in definitely area, in, in the 50s right so they actually had the jobs that you see now that all the mexicans have right and it wasn't because the mexicans they came over and they took your jobs it's it's the population stopped wanting to work at at the you know at, at the, the McDonald's or yeah, at exactly. the little at and the, little... the only people that could acquire those right. jobs were the people that wanted to work and they were willing to do all those jobs and there were more opportunities yeah. so people got more wealthy and they didn't have to work at the thing at, you know and now they needed a workforce and yeah. here comes your workforce so at the end of the day it worked out right but it's interesting that is indoctrination that is yeah. america saying this is about america you are going to be like us it's the same thing they did to um, the native americans it's the same thing all over the world yeah absolutely i mean i i do believe i like the fact that they could provide multilingual instruction but at the same time do not deviate from the fact that they should learn English. Why? Again, that's education. That's going to give them a leg up when they go out there and they try to apply for college or they try to apply for a a government job or just a regular job. You know, they they should be able to be bilingual. And nowadays, let me tell you something. Nowadays, if you're not bilingual, at least if you don't know Spanish and English and you're living in California, I don't know what you're doing with yourself. you got a bunch of small burritos, right? I mean, it's it's just... No salsa. we We live in that sort of state where you should at least be able to communicate, at least in the least, 
in Spanish or understand well, a little bit because the Latino culture is so high here and the population if, if you look is at so Europe, high. If you look at Europe and how people travel and how close they everything speak is, 16 languages. they speak like so many fucking languages. Yeah. Like I got my neighbor over here. He's from Liverpool and he's telling me like, oh yeah, when I lived in India and when I lived in Africa. And I'm like, when do you live? Oh yeah, I did two years here, two years there. And I was on this island. I'm like, dude, that is a world that's worldly, right? Yeah. So from his perspective, he's probably like, yeah, I'm sure why they don't um, have Spanish you know, and English in these schools. But I went to a private school and, um, you know, and the public school system. <clears throat> in the private school system, we had Japanese and like German. Mm-hmm. And that was the two languages. And there were kids in there that didn't speak English. And they were from Germany. And there were kids in there that were yeah. from Japan. And there were kids in there that were from India. There was like all these. And they didn't speak any English. And they never tried to assimilate for them. They were here to learn English yes. in America. In America. So I agree that it's a it's a touchy issue it's because touchy you don't want to take away from their culture, the culture, yeah, and all that and, kind and of their, stuff, and their main language. But at the same time, you, they should be schooled and at least be able to communicate. And it goes vice versa. As to the people that are Americans that live in California, you should be able to at least communicate in pretty much the second native language. I would be stoked if my kid was learning both languages there. You know what I mean? I'd be stoked because I like that I could speak, you know, two languages, right? Absolutely. So I would be like, that's kind of cool. I wouldn't like it, though, if if it was taken away from his education or... You know, or yeah, her education. I am, yeah, so, I, 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 as a future th- parent, it's it's a fine line. Right? It's a fine line, but I mean, we're entitled to our opinions, and you know, go. And, and- this California, and this is like you know, this is like Mexico. So. <laughs> um, I'm gonna skip over Proposition 67, which is the ban of lightweight plastic bags. We all get we all get charged ten cents per bag. Blah 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 blah. I understand environment. It's always good. We are LA. We fucking we're green everything but it's a prohibition on plastic single like if i'm walking down the street you know what i'm saying and i'm like homeless with like all my belongings are they stopping me like Whoop. sorry where'd you get that plastic <laughs> if the police bag? You know what I mean? is actually spending their money on that that's what i'm saying it's, it's like, fucking ridiculous that's kind of like that's kind of <laughs> dumb you know what i mean but yeah. okay so moving on moving on proposition 63 require background checks for ammunition sales and tighten gun restrictions Always that's, good. That's fine. That's perfect. It is what it is. We need it. You know? Good. Perfect. You ain't gonna take my guns. <laughs> Trump. And then finally, we spoke about this on episode 10, Proposition okay. 64. Finally, the legalization of recreational marijuana. Now, let me say this. Before people go out there, start sparking some doobies okay. and blunts in the middle of the street. But you can't smoke anywhere? Yeah. This is a proposition that first, it doesn't go or play into action till 2018. So we still have a little bit over a year. Okay. Second of all, there are some laws and restrictions. You have to be over 21. You have to smoke it. It's illegal to smoke it inside your house or in a place, location, where they have a license. It's just like alcohol. You can't be walking around with an open container. You cannot be driving and and doing vodka shots at the same time. And that's what this law is all about. Okay. Now, what the downside of this proposition as... Eric right now is smoking marijuana. I like it. We're talking about marijuana. You're smoking marijuana. Um, I'm out. I need to call Sunshine. Okay. The downside of this proposition is that it takes away the power of the mom and pops that have been fighting this bill for the last 20 years, and it gives the power to corporate America. 
And it How gives it, does it do that? Because now that it's now that it's legalized for recreational, that means that Philip Morris, that means that the Marlboro people are going to start putting grow houses in the millions and 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 turning over really cheap right. labor and a lot of weed because it's recreational yep. and and all the money is in the distribution and the and the service and they have the money to do that. The mom and pops are kind of get are going to get kind of kicked out of this. And now corporate America is going to be the main honchos. And they weren't in this in the beginning. They weren't fighting this from the beginning. It was right. all those people up in, I don't know, Norwalk. Is that even a place? <laughs> Norwalk? Never heard of it. Um, so this is my but, perspe- but you know what I'm saying? Right. All these people that have been with, with farms and, and they've been literally going door to door and signing petitions and, and, and fighting for the medical use. And they finally did that. And now it's going to take their power away, which is sad. I think because that's what always happens. It starts with mom and pops and then right. it gets big corporate America. And then, you know, it's, but it's, there's, there's, this there's goes a good back to your bad. first point, though. This goes back to your first point about the election and what America is. You said yourself we're about capitalism. Capitalism. I that's mean, why. What the that's fuck? why you can't it's, hate on it. It's, that's, that's what I'm saying. We're so almost upside down. It's like we've forgotten who we are. We're not we're not a communist country. We're not a socialist country. We're not a We're totalitarian. We're allowed to do anything. That, that, you are, yeah, are allowed you to do are technically yeah. allowed to do whatever the fuck you want. Pretty much. That's why we I'm, fight, for, I, fight I, for the freedom of speech. I would say that you and I you know, are proof, except that you have a real job. But <laughs> we could do whatever the fuck we want. Exactly. And we do whatever the fuck we exactly. want, right? So it's it kind of is what it is. You can't be mad at it. I have new clients, mm-hmm. and I can say this, but I have new clients who are um, you know, a consulting firm, and they come from... This kind of big, they have a lot of money and I see what they're doing, but I also know drug dealers on the low end who, even when they started the medicinal shit, they started being really corporate and these dudes are making a lot of fucking money and they were growing in their little room in Orange County and they were doing all this little stuff. And when they saw the wave, then they jumped on it. So this is why I think it's a good thing. The people who were never able to provide for their families now are ready. They saw it coming, and they've been buying land, and they've been getting That's, investors, that and is, they've that been is doing true, that. But so it, hopefully, it's a good thing. It, I mean, there's, there's, it's like everything else. There's a plus, and there's an up, and there's a downside. And if you want to hear more about this, you should reference our episode ten, where we episode actually 10. talk pretty much the entire episode is talking about Proposition sixty four. This was right before um, the law or bill was passed, so we talk about all this. So you go ahead and reference that, and uh, you know, and there's a lot of money in that now. Um, Absolutely, it's gonna be, and it's gonna be, it's gonna implement a lot of money to the state of California, a lot of money. So hopefully, right. our parking tickets will go down. <laughs> hopefully, exactly the green rush. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about the failed proposition, but it's not really a failure. It's a big winner. It's the require for porn actors to use condoms. Now that's a big winner. Now that's a really big winner, even though it's failed. Because how horrible would a porn scene be when somebody needs to whip out a plastic condom or a latex condom? (laughs) Which is like 1920s. You have like one plastic condom that you wash, rewash, and just put it back on. And they like show him actually putting it on. Yeah, that (laughs) would be fucked up. They're like, wait, 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 hold on, let me (laughs) rip this con. So immediately, I know. Talk about talk about like a soft cock <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly there's nothing that softens my cock more than a condom in a porno pretty for now, real okay look i think that <laughs> i think that people should wear you know should wear condoms i think that in their business they need to 
be aware of who they have. And it, it's crazy because, look, these porn stars are like super sexual people, right? So they're going to be having sex all the fucking time. So if you get tested once a week and all this fucking shit, what yeah. a scary, scary business to like have sex in. But um, if I'm watching it as entertainment, it's like saying like you can't watch a Korean horror movie unless it's in Spanish. <laughs> you know, you know what I. What you know what makes, I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just it's it's entertainment. It should be. It should be whatever what it, it wants yeah, to be. It should be what it is. But you know what? what Unless I, it's like a snuff film or something. Yeah. What makes me laugh about this is the people that are voting for this, and they went into their little voting poll, and they're like, "Oh, condoms! Oh, hell no! Like I do not want condoms I, I, on my porn." I want to like, see the demographic. Were like, up, like they were angry about. This I want to see the demographic of those voters. Failed. Yeah, I know. It's like men between like. 18 and, and like and <laughs> men all races yeah they're like that was that was the only time no matter republican or liberals or democrats got together and and they combined their vote like a captain like captain planet exactly exactly <laughs> to it was not like voltron it's like yeah. men unite exactly and to not pass this and a lot of women probably too because there's a lot of freaks out there you know and i love how they just got together no matter what political party to just like we don't want condoms in our porn thank you very much goodbye close book next chapter exactly <laughs> if bill clinton voted here he would have voted against that he'd been like oh hell no Oh, I know. Okay. So, um, those, those, those are just a few of the propositions. You can always get online and see what else was passed. And there's actually more of a, a Los Angeles, uh, city laws that passed. A lot of them were good. A lot of them mostly good. Some of them were not that good, but, uh, it's just to just school people and just to let you know, you know, there's, there's good stuff happening. You know, it's not all bad again. Like I, I want people to get away and out of that funk that we feel because unfortunately we're stuck like this for the next four years so let's make the best of it so everybody just you know stop <laughs> i think that people need to just stop going online and looking for answers there's no you know answer I mean? there's no there's I, I no think... there's no truth there's no real answer that it's 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 like the and the, the truth is like an enigma when it comes to politics because nobody really knows what goes behind it or what their actual intentions exactly. are we so don't you're know, not really gonna like, find the truth about it. Exactly. And if anything, it's just going to make you more cynical. Um, and crazy. It's going to drive you crazy. It's, it's and like crazy. It's, it's, you're, you're turning into a girlfriend that's lurking through your boyfriend's Instagram trying to see exactly every single post to try oh, to look for something. And that's the thing. Okay. Facebook. Really quickly. I don't want to give them any, you know, any pub or whatever, but everyone is on there, right? A majority of people, it seems like, are on there. And it's endless with this thing and people just really need to just stop, just stop at this point move on move on with your real lives because i think that because of this facebook is now a wrap i think it's a fucking wrap i i do because there's nothing positive about facebook at all i try i go on there and i'm like hey guys look i'm doing great yeah like i'm over, you know, I'm over the memes i'm over everything, everything. i'm over the people internet. i'm over people like stop being friends with their friends because of their is just the internet stop. dead it, it just, it, no. is this killing the internet this i think this political election did kill instagram for a minute and the internet because everybody was just gonna kind of over it it's a bunch of whining and everyone's like He's about hate, and then they're hating, and then it's yeah, like, it's and then everyone crazy. on this side it's, is like, no, we're not about hate, and they're crazy. like, you fucking Mexican. Let's just like, stop. We're going to stop, too. Exactly. We're done. this is the last time we're going to hear about the political election. Depends on what happens within the next couple of years, but exactly. we're going to stop, and then our next segment is actually going to be our good, lighthearted 
my so-called LA life selves and we're gonna actually oh, we can talk- be ourselves we can be ourselves now we can stop yeah. being intelligent and be just fucking buffoons and ridiculous people I mean if you ask a lot of people who are hearing this right now we're not very intelligent at all. <laughs> probably they're like they have no idea what they're talking about idiots days back everybody was talking about the, the supermoon and uh i was super excited about it i spent the whole week talking about it and it was it pretty much went uh for two days it was sunday and monday and i'm a fucking retard because i was walking outside both days for about 20 minutes from work to my car and oh. i just didn't look up was it nighttime it was midnight. It was <laughs> okay. midnight where the okay. moon is like right on top of you. And I failed to just look up. I could have just looked up and seen the huge moon. And so I, you missed it both nights. I missed it both nights because I was so involved in my phone looking at other people's booty pictures on Instagram. And I'm an idiot. Like, how, right. how, do, how do I go from being super excited to just... Not looking up at the sky when you're walking for 20 minutes in the middle of midnight. Well, that's like people who like fall into a hole because they're texting. Yeah. Like they're like, fuck- see you later. Well, not really because you just fell in a hole because you're yeah, texting. Yeah, like I'm like, oh my God, I, I need to like rethink myself. So I wasn't excited about the super moon because I could give a fuck. But um, I always think that stuff like that is going to be like like an energy thing, right? I'm like, dude, people are going to start acting weird. I'm like my mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Astrologers I'm like, <laughs> and psychics came out of the woodwork charging an extra $100 an hour because sure. of the super moon. And that's what I think is going to happen. So I get all scared and I like stay inside. I'm like, dude, the witches are going to be out tonight. The werewolves are coming. Vampires are, you know, have their seance. So I went outside my little room here and yeah. I looked up and the moon was small as fuck. <laughs> Come on now. I know. I swear. I swear I to God. It, was like, it the wrong day? I, I went out there. It was like Friday or something, You know what was right? so fucked up? I was not seeing the moon because I was on my Instagram seeing pictures of people taking pictures of the, of moon. the moon. It was probably <laughs> bigger on your phone it, than it was on the fucking sky. Instead of just looking up, I am... I've, I've turned into a full millennial, I guess, at this point. I'm like, I'm not actually going to watch the moon. I'm just going to see pictures of the moon. Okay, you know what? Well walking underneath the moon <laughs> i'm gonna be really honest this is why i actually went out to look at the moon i was on facebook oh, i'm so i'm such a hypocrite i was on, <laughs> we all I, are I was, on, I was on facebook ranting about the president right and um i saw a guy's post and it said hey look outside so i ran outside i bet you that was a post from like yesterday like you know what i mean like yeah. under it, it said yesterday but i did you, you know what I'm saying? I, so it was like i went outside you know i was like what? you're like what's going on yeah i was like trump got elected <laughs> Stupid. All right. You you were telling me a story right before we actually started recording that I'm, yes. I was very interested in. 
Yes. It's okay. a very LA story. It's very LA. So this is we, my and, LA. And story. every LA story we like to share because I am sure there's about 50 million people out there that can relate to these stories. So my story is I was uh, I was out and about and I ran into um, an ex-girlfriend of mine. Uh-oh. Okay. And uh, just said, you know, hey, what's up? How you been? How you doing? Right? She's like, oh, well, you know, I just started doing stand-up. Da-da-da-da. And I'm thinking, interesting, like stand-up? Like you're not, like you were never that funny. So You're not funny. Like you're not funny in person. So I'm wondering, okay, but a lot of stand-up people aren't like that funny they're kind of awkward they're like right? cynical they're more yeah cynical yeah they're more cynical anything. and yeah. like smart and stuff so yeah. i was looking at her going like eh, you know interesting right? you're not smart you're not cynical and you're not funny but go ahead but then i <laughs> but then i remember because she's you know in the business right so then i remember her trying other things you know and she was in a band and then you know she was you know professional chef and then you know she was all <laughs> trying all these things and she was gonna write a book you know and all these little things and I go on Instagram after seeing her, and I was like, well, that's a trip. She's trying something new. Interesting. And I see another homegirl who's also like a white girl, kind of look like the same person. And she's doing stand-up now. And, oh. I, and, and I'm thinking, I thought you were a model. So this is what we're talking about, those slash people. Oh, I call it going fishing. It's like when you go fishing, you throw a bunch of lines out there, and you see if you can catch Anything. anything like even right? a toilet seat who cares but like, <laughs> do you like, like i've like if i've known you okay so i know you now for a little bit here and you've never once said like i want to go see um an international you know i want to go see a foreign film you've never said that to me once yes so all of a sudden i see you after a year and you're like well, I am directing foreign films now. What the fuck? <laughs> you, You're just, really just doing that just, now? Just because Anything? you saw two foreign films does not make you a foreign film director. So look, if, <laughs> so if you're here for if you're here in Hollywood for a specific thing, right? A lot of people move here, you know, what for fame or whatever. Right? Yeah. So let's say I move here and I want to be an actor. Yes. And then I move on to stand up, and then I move on to whatever and i move on personal to whatever. chef personal yeah, and, trainer and, and now yeah, attorney and now <laughs> 10 years later uber I'm a, driver <laughs> i'm a personal trainer right yeah and then you wonder why am i a personal trainer because you've never given anything any real effort just trying a bunch of shit doesn't make you good at any of that them that does not make you an expert that so, what you're saying is like if you're good at if you're mediocre less than mediocre at three things does not make you a triple threat no okay okay <laughs> so you know how i feel about this right so Back in the day, artists were triple threats. Yes. They could sing, they could dance, and they could act. Like Julie right? Andrews, uh, Dick Van Dyke. Right, Dick we Van Dyke. We have like Judy Garland. Like These are real Hollywood I met stars. Dick Van Dyke. He was alone in his room. This is not weird. He was alone in his room. I walked in there. He was singing to himself. Okay. These people are talented people. Yes. So now everyone's a triple threat. I'm a comedian. I'm a writer. I'm an actor. I'm a director. I'm a producer. I'm a this, this, that, and the other, right? Doing three things horribly does not make you a triple threat. It makes you a three-time loser. <laughs> okay? I like that. It's like it's like if I took a yoga aerial class and suddenly I'm like, oh, I'm a Cirque du Soleil performer. I'm like, I just hung upside down in a sheet and almost choked myself to death. It's, it's a that, fucking... Like, you pe- took three classes of something that does not make you a professional at anything. I exactly. barely, I barely call myself a podcaster. I rather call myself a shit talker because I'm a professional shit talker. Right. Now, I'm trying to get this podcast thing a try and I've been doing it. And obviously, with time, you get better. That's why you have the 10,000 hour rule or the outliers. Right, when right, right. you do things enough for 10,000 hours, you 
you become an expert. Exactly. And Mastery that, and all Yeah, that. you can master something. And that's when you become an expert. But it's like, you, you cannot go around and it, it's funny because especially you see it especially in the bios on instagram like 17 different slash things and i'm like all over there i'm like dude just just pick one pick one and and before you start calling yourself something else just make sure you're you're actually decent at it you know like, yeah and then hollywood is so small anyway that we know of what yeah regardless of what you're saying on we social know. media like you know how many we people know actually know you <laughs> yeah if i see you and if i'm out and I see you. I will call you out. No, and, and, and I see you and I'm like, huh, how could you be here and directing this feature film in fucking Iceland at the same time? This is crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, okay, like you're so- wasted at the club and you put on your Instagram bio directing a feature film as we speak. Yeah, it's it's the same as as like the hoes and they put like the inspirational message. It's yeah. like, who, who are you inspired? Like who inspires you and who are you inspiring by this stupid message when we know that it costs two hundred dollars for a blowjob. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't know. I, I get it. I just I just think it's kinda of funny and I, I just wanna say it because I'm kinda it's just hilarious. Every time I, I look at somebody or any anytime I talk to, you know, I work at a restaurant, so everybody right. there is doing something. And then one day they Yeah, but they're there with you. Yeah. <laughs> one day they're, they're, they're talking about it. Yeah, with you. they're one day saying all these things that they're doing, and then the next day they're like, "Oh, fuck that! I'm gonna, I'm gonna become an inspirational coach." I'm like, last week you were trying to commit suicide because you couldn't get an audition, and now you're gonna tell me you're an inspirational coach. An inspiration for what? And and like that's I, a hustle. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? How to lie? How to lie around Hollywood? Like lie? You know, like fib and just become a complete liar around exactly. Hollywood. Exactly. How to go to Hollywood hotel pools? Yeah. <laughs> is this? Is how this to, a thing? How to convince people to let you inside the club? Is that what you're trying to do? Oh, like look at my bio. I do all of this. I'm like. See, it's really annoying, but I know a time when I was a slash person. And yes. I think that's kind of like the fake it till you make it type shit. Uh, it's, but choose two things. Don't choose yeah, well, that's, seventeen that's, things. That's the problem. Become, it's like you become good at one or two things. Exactly. You can't be like Michael Jackson's son, and you know, so just be Michael Jackson. You know, whatever your lie is. Yeah. Stick to that lie because it's easier. And like a, to, a professional NFL player, you cannot do that. You can't be that. It's, exactly. You you, you got to people. You got to chill out there with the with the everything you want to do. I understand that you want to make it. Because I want to make it Everyone too. Everyone wants to make it. Everybody wants to be famous, but do you really want to be famous? You know, and that's the real question. Like, do you do you really want that that fame that comes behind all of this, or are you, are you just like? Well, that's actually what they do want, which is why they throw everything up. If you came here to be that, see, that's my point. If you came here to be an actor. Act your ass off until your ass falls off. Okay? Exactly. Act until you're a a damn eighty year old. Act it up. If that's your exactly. that's your passion, right? But if you come here and you're claiming actor, and then you've done now twenty things since, and now you are wh- whatever you end up being yeah. that isn't an actor, that's your fault for not sticking you, with it. Then right? you can start erasing the actor off your profile. You Once, can take that yeah, off. Yeah, just take, you that, can take off. that off. If, yeah, just, or go do theater if you really care. Exactly. Or but, do you care? You know what I mean? No, it's just. I, I think it's just it's it's crazy. And here. if you want the fame, everybody wants everybody wants to be everything, but nobody wants to put the hard work for it. And everybody wants just to like like claim it all. I think though that you can have fame, and I'm gonna give everyone listening, if anyone's listening, a inside tip on how to get fame. Be um, a girl, okay, and show your ass on Instagram and your tits, 
and you will have a hundred thousand people. Listen, you will have a hundred thousand people who anything you say to them, they're like, "Love you." That's your fame. You could have that all you want. Now the other shit that is like work oriented. That's a different story. That's a different story. So don't put that. So if if so what, you're so what do you really want? Yeah, if your claim to fame is taking good selfies, say I'm 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 a I'm a good selfie taker. Oh, like that that's shit. my that's that's my job. But don't put everything else and try to cover it up for what you really are. If you really come here to work and you really want to do that, put in the hard work, go for it. Oh, I got one that really fucking pisses me off. I'm go sorry. Ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, this is completely okay. So I try to work with this person. I pray they don't listen to this but i try to work with this person because say I like, their name eric call them out I, I like, call them out <laughs> i like working with talent but i grew up with women and i like working with women you know i like seeing a young beautiful woman who has a lot of talent and saying like hey let's develop something this is kind of how we even are yeah a thing right so trying to work with this person try we took some pictures da, da, da. i see her put up something it was like you know greatness cannot be rushed <laughs> It comes with time or something. Those damn quotes. And I said it out loud when I saw this. And I was like, it also can't be waited for. Yeah. I mean, greatness can't be rushed. Well, look, look. If you take take 200 (laughs) selfies in your bedroom, how many successful people are in there with you that are going to help you get a little further? You're not going to go anywhere. Explain this to me. You're just the girl that takes selfies in her bedroom. Greatness can't be rushed. I was like, I can't. (laughs) I, I can't. Oh, my God. All right. Everybody, L.A. out there. I love you guys. Yeah, I really we love do. you guys. We do. We like to make fun of you, but but we're part of it, too. So like I always say, make fun of yourself and make fun of everybody. And and don't take the political thing. Just let it go. Yeah, get over that shit. Please, just get over that shit. Keep living your life. Keep actually doing what you say you're going to do on your bio and working hard towards it. You know, the slash people, the, the go- going fishing people. Go work hard for it right now. If you're sitting at home right now listening to us, I hope you're on your way to an audition or a class or a dance class or a production meeting or your job or an actual job and go out there and do something and be somebody for this society and for this city because we need you. We don't need lazy bums here anymore. We need good people, good Americans, good Latinos, good Asians, good Indians. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, you, oh, I forgot. You live in Korea. Yeah. In Korea. So, like I always say, make fun of yourself and everybody. My name is Natalia, and this is my lovely co-host, Eric Sanchez here. And take care, man. Be safe. Bye. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from a Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. The revolution will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nub. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on report from 29 districts. The revolution will not be televised. 
There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on the rail with a brand new process. There will be no slow motion or still lights of Roy Wilkins strolling through Watts in a red, black, and green liberation jumpsuit that he has been saving for just the proper occasion. Green Acres, Beverly Hillbillies, and Hooterville Junction will no longer be so damn relevant, and women will not care if Dick finally got down with Jane on search for tomorrow because black people will be in the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no highlights on the 11 o'clock news and no pictures of Harry R. Women Liberationist and Jackie Onassis blowing her nose. The theme song will not be written by Jim Webb or Francis Scott Keyes, nor sung by Glenn Campbell, Tom Jones, Johnny Cash, Engelbert Humperdinck, or The Rare Earth. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coke. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live.